alive, dude! Damn, dude. Damn, dude. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 83. And this is a show where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. This show exists to help educate, entertain, and make an impact on the different perspectives and contexts that we have in life. Because I truly believe that the more context, the more access we have to different contexts and perspectives that we have, the easier and doper and funner life is. So, without further ado, let's get this bitch going. I'm your host, California Cow. And uh, I'm nobody special, but uh, I do have my own perspective and unique life that I live and unique profession that I do and stuff that I do. So I create this podcast for the sake of uh, really like my kids, 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 essentially, and so on. And then anybody else after that and or from an extension of that, because really, dude, like think about how dope it would be. If you if your great 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 grandpa or grandma or whoever had like documentation of them speaking on during the times, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like just from way back in the day, like dude, w- like I've had this podcast going through a pandemic, through fucking uh, being in a relationship, out of relationship, through having people pass away, through having all sorts of crazy shit go down, dude. Like if you listen through this whole podcast, like the whole fucking. Uh, season one and two you be like damn dude like it's been some fucking it's been a crazy motherfucking like year and a half dude like that's for damn sure <laughs> more than that now almost two years that we've been doing this podcast so i appreciate everybody who tunes in and uh just fucking you know what i'm saying keeps it going keeps it fun i, I really appreciate it it's dope it's exciting to keep um keep growing you know um so, dude, like, it's a trip because I truly believe that we got to do what we love in life. And sometimes it's easy to, like, fall off that wagon. And that's something that I've been doing like a motherfucker lately is falling off the motherfucking wagon. <laughs> in terms of diet, exercise, smoking too much, um, just you know, kind of getting caught up in busy work, and just, like, fuck, man, like, I don't know, it's just, I, I see myself doing it, and I'm like, motherfucker, I gotta, like, catch myself, but I'm just falling, but I realize, as I fall off the wagon again, <laughs> with diet, exercise, and all this shit, I realize my fall is not as far, usually, like, this would be, like, a I don't know, like a year stretched out thing to where I would like slowly gain weight and not realize it. Now it's been like a month, two months maybe. And I'm like realizing like, okay, I'm fucking falling off the shit again. I'm gaining hella weight again. And I'm slacking here, 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 and here. And I'm I'm lacking accountability in this area, this area, this area, this area, this area. And I've been, like I said, I fell off the wagon, like, super hard in terms of all my accountability and structure, too. Like, I just, like, I don't even know what happened. Like, I don't know. Well, thinking about it, you know, I'm like, okay, why am I 
doing this, you know? And I just realized like, damn, my grandpa passing and then just my season slowing down for work, worrying about money, worrying about this and that. I'm just like on this like circle of freak out of predictability. And it's like when you do what's predictable, when you like when we live a life that's like on this predictability loop and that's kind of something I've kind of got myself trapped into is like, yes, I work for myself. Yes, I do what I love, but it is seasonal to a good extent. And with that, that means that like, shit, I got to find a way to shift that or to like make the wintertime a thriving time for me, a time where I can make money and still have fun. You know what I mean? So I'm like thinking and thinking, I'm like, fuck, man, like I can't just go into like sprawl out, freak out mode. Like I got to do something before it's too late this time. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm just like, dude, when I'm worrying about the money, when I'm living into the future, when I'm thinking about the future, when I'm like projecting my worries into it, it's like, no, I need to more so create my structure, a picture of success and what it would look like and feel like, and then structure and work everything towards that. Because if I can't do that, then it's like, it's just going to be certain worry. You know what I mean? And that's what's predictable. So it's like, what's not predictable for me in the wintertime coming up is success and lots of money. It's like, how do I predictably make a lot of fucking money? You know what I mean? Or not even, I don't even care about a lot. I just want enough, you know? And I still want to be able to help people and, and do cool shit. So... I'm like, fuck, man, I'm just thinking different things and like, how can I change my internal beliefs about the wintertime and my situation? You know what I mean? Like, I got to be able to do better, be better and create the most that I can. And I realize I need to like, it's not selfish to go and work and do my thing and take my time to earn and provide for my family and the people around me, you know? And it's like, I have this, I don't know, man, that I have this weird thing about like, I don't know, man, like doing what I love versus doing shit for money. And it's like, I realize it's not even about like, okay, you either need to do what you love or make money. It's more so, and it's not necessarily either. You need to only do what you love for money because when it comes to making money, conducting business, whatever, there's like always a, um, mm, what the fuck was I going to say about that? Like there's, I don't know. It's, it's always easy to go too far into just being about money and then you squander all your time or you have all the time and you squander all your money. And it's like, it's a weird thing. You know what I mean? Like, So this is where it's like, I think the point in this lifetime is to point our compass towards who can we help and how can we help people and how can we get paid for it? Because it's not necessarily, uh, that's what I was saying. It was like, it's not necessarily about like, all right, like do what you love or do what you make or just do shit you hate for money. It's more like, how can you help people and make money? How can you contribute to the world and make money? How can you deliver your gift? And it's like, 
there's time there's things in our life where it's like these are activities i get paid for i think this is the best perspective i've ever learned about this is like when it comes down to it to life how it should be or how we should be living it is like there's activities that we do for that we get paid for and there's activities that we don't get paid for and i think when we have that context it's like okay like am i doing an activity that's going to get me paid and it's like if you can align a lot of your activities whether it's what you love to do or whatever with getting paid then it's like, all right, do those activities. And then it's not so much of a chore. You're like, oh, these are the activities I do to get paid. You're like, oh, these are the activities I do to just have fun and relax and to whatever, right? So I'm like, fuck, that's like... Damn, dude. Like David Meltzer talks about that a lot. Shout out to David Meltzer. He's one of the fucking most brilliant, absolutely brilliant, man. Um, That fucking guy is so fucking smart. Um. But it's like we really can switch the perspective that we have on certain things and shift it into a way where it's like it works in our favor and it works in our towards our benefit. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to have is like things work in my benefit because it sucks like when everything in life is in alignment to work against us. And I realized that like, damn, being in alignment or out of alignment, so to say, is like, wow, I just realized something right now. I realized there's like, there's being in alignment with all your good habits in life and your structure. And then there's being out of alignment, which is just not even following that structure. And you know that you're not even doing that. And then there's being in alignment, like further down the scale, which is being in alignment with bad habits. And it's like, I realize I'm in such this like it's so easy for me to fall into alignment with bad habits because for longer periods of my life I've known bad habits than I've known good habits. So it's so easy for me to just do these bad habits because it's like just so deep, you know what I mean? Like like if we go back to the episode where I talked about the life scale it's like that. It's like some of us get to start at zero. Some of us get to start at 99. Some of us get to start at negative. And it's like, if you're like me, you started on the negative end of the life scale, where it's like to even be at zero is a blessing. Like to have something not broken, to have something not be in debt, to have something not, somebody not dying, to have somebody not getting hurt, all this, like, to just be at a level zero, like, that's crazy, dude, like, you are blessed if you're at zero, you know what I mean, like, because from zero, you can create anything, but when you're in the negative, and it's like, you're, you can't even get out of your own fucking way, that's where it's really a problem, and I'm realizing how much programming I have of doing shit the wrong way, or shit, I just assumed this is how I should do it, or different, you know what I'm saying, like, different shit like that, like, it fucking it's hard to move past my own programming. You know what I'm saying? Family programming, social programming, programming from school, programming from my pain, my anything, any like trauma that I have or anything. You know what I mean? Like all the things that I've said, never this again, never that again, whatever things, decisions I've made in life that have shaped my perspective and my vision like, how can I further keep tuning it to open it and to have a default of zero rather than negative 50? You know what I mean? Like, my default used to be negative 100 every time something would happen. 
And then like, as I've been working and, and doing the internal work, like my default has gone to negative 75, negative 50, negative 25. And then now I'm like, I may be between like a negative 10 and a zero at times. And then when I'm really thriving, I'll jump up to maybe like a fucking 40 on the positive side of the life scale. That's maybe about as high as I can go before my perception of myself out like before my success starts outgrowing my perception of myself and then it's like what I'm achieving starts outgrowing my identity and I realize I really need to start painting pictures of what it is that I fucking want in life so I can like start aligning my identity to that but I I've kind of taken on my identity to be so scared of my own power because there was times in life where I just boom 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 get what I want so fast and so quick and it's like I don't know what this is in me. It's like, I, I feel like the negative end of the scale is just like embedded in me somewhere. And I don't know what that block is that's making me procrastinate or or take inaction. You know what I'm saying? Or just be okay with like a lower level of living. And I'm like, man, nah, dude, like I've fucking gone through so much. I've suffered so much in life. I've worked so hard and I keep working so hard. And like, I I deserve better than this and I deserve more. And I know that and I'm like, I can see it. I just don't have the exact path yet. And I just need to keep visioning it and creating that path, work the plan backwards and then fucking work it forwards again until I go and get there. And it's like, I know how to manifest shit. I know how to create shit. I know how to like have pretty good emotional intelligence. I know how to talk to people. I know how to make money. I know how to do things. But it's like when this winter time comes, it fucking just slaps me in the face and I get crippled and I don't know what the fuck to do. So I guess getting real about that and putting it out there is like one of the first steps. And it's like, I think I'm now at a point where I'm ready to grow beyond it, to grow beyond like that fucking just trudging through the mud, just walking in quicksand sort of feeling where it's like I'm doing the same shit. Yes, I'm helping people. Yes, I'm getting paid for when I'm doing it, but I'm still slacking. I'm still not fucking doing enough, you know, and it's like, and it's a failure on my end to get back to people timely and to, you know, conduct business in a healthy manner. And it's like, I think I'm over needing to get my ass kicked by these fucking lessons. I'm ready to just move forwards and grow beyond it. You know what I mean? Like, It's rough, man, especially like having kids, dude, and having to pay like it's fucking it's pretty fucking expensive to live out here in fucking Southern California. Like you guys in other states would not believe what I have to pay for what I get. At the same time, it's not about that. It's more so like I love the city. I love the weather. My family's here. My business is here. My uh, my heart is here. Like this is fucking home no matter what. Like San Diego is I'm I'm a very San Diego as fuck sort of person more specifically even like a very Mira Mesa sort of person and that shit's just part of me dude and like I love this place and yeah I'm not afraid to go I've moved away you know what I'm saying like I lived in Hawaii I only had two friends out there for a while and then like you know we met some more people whatever it was cool and like that's tight, but it is dope to have that, like, but there's just something about San Diego that's so very specific 
about this place. Like, if you come here and you get on the right vibe and you're with the right people and you do the right shit, you you get to really experience, like, a very, very special vibe that is San Diego. It's very, very, very San Diego. There's a... There's all sorts of different things that encapsulate it too. There's a smell, there's sounds, there's the the light, the sky, the air. Like it's just it's very specific. And in different parts and different towns, I don't know. It's like it kind of is the it's all very similar. It's weird because there's so many canyons and mountains and shit all between San Diego, all throughout San Diego, I should say. Tons of canyons all throughout San Diego. And uh, it just, there's so many, like, plants and trees and all this shit, and it's just, like, everywhere, and it just makes the whole air smell so good. It's so nice, and, like, because we have, it, dude, San Diego is so, 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 so rich in culture that, like, when you go down the block, you just, you can smell all the different foods from all the different ethnicities, and depending what neighborhood you're in and what time of year it is, Dude, like you just walk. You, if you ride your bike down the street, like at night around like Christmas time ish, like December, dude, there's nothing like that. Like for me, the the air in Mira Mesa at nighttime around Christmas time, riding your bike down the street on Christmas week, there's nothing like it, dude. Like the lights, the smell, the sky, just the crispness. Like, and then the smoke of blunt outside in the fucking. Oh, and that winter air is so nice, dude. It's the fucking best, dude. Um, but San Diego is very, very special. It's a if you come here and you stay here and you you kick it with the right people, you you'll very, very, very quickly understand why this place is so dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, it's like there's a bunch of shit you could do by yourself. You could do it with one or two other people. You could do it with a whole fucking group of people. It's like. It's kind of just endless. It's really fucking cool. There's food. Food stays open 24-7. Well, Mexican food and fast food stays open 24-7 out here. Um, well, in most places in San Diego. Uh, like, in, like, the more white neighborhoods, the Mexican food does not stay open 24-7. And they close at, like, 9 or 10. Which is a telltale sign that it's not bomb-ass Mexican food, so just a little tip for you inside, for you, tra- little inside tip for you travelers who come and visit San Diego, if you visit San Diego, and you want bomb Mexican food, and they close earlier than midnight, it's not going to be that good, with a very, very tiny asterisk for a, wait, no, I think they close at midnight on certain days, uh, but they're a different type of Mexican food. I wouldn't even call this. So El Indio by the airport. Flames. Pretty fucking schmack. Depending what you get. Like it's very like old school. It's almost more like somebody's grandma cooked it versus like the like typical like Mexican food. That's like Southern California Mexican food. Um, yeah. So it's it's definitely different. But like if you're going to come out here, make sure it's open 24-7 at least open till midnight, make sure it's got yellow and red and green fucking colors all over it, um, the ghetto or the better, uh, the ruder the customer service, the better, don't even consider customer service a thing, if you think customer service is a thing, then you just don't even come, like, you need to, like, put your ego aside and your privilege aside, (laughs) check your privilege, just accept that they're gonna be like, huh, what do you want, 
<laughs> or whatever like top 75 okay and then uh, don't say body or whatever like you, you just gotta accept that if you want your food to be good okay we got passionate cookers out here so uh yeah i'm telling you but really though if you want the bomb mexican food in san diego it's open 24 7 uh with that being said i got a crazy motherfucking evening today dude like holy shit so my oldest son finally got his surgery it went well um it was supposed to be a couple weeks ago but it got postponed because his doctor was like well i'm just not feeling good and you know like whatever i don't know so they did it i guess it's going well he's healing he's recovering he's doing his damn thing he's a tough motherfucker so schnappy i hope you feel better um recover quickly mine um yeah, man. So I gotta fucking go pick up Royal from school. I gotta go drop him off. Go back to work. Pick him up. Drop him off. This, that. Oh, I'm fucking everywhere, dude. I will have been like from the top to bottom of San Diego, like l- literally a jillion times. Like, <laughs> dude, no, for real. So holy fuck, dude. Um, and I truly miss back in the day when everything in San Diego was fucking 20 to 30 minutes away from each other now everything's like 30 to fucking hour and 12 minutes away from each other which is ridiculous it's not how it's supposed to be um our freeways were not fucking designed for the amount of people that we have living here now the amount of houses to like the fucking freeways and where they go it's crazy, dude. Like, in L.A., like, you can branch off the freeway into so many different neighborhoods. But in San Diego, in order to get to some neighborhoods, you have to drive through, like, two neighborhoods just to get to it. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, off the freeway already. So, it's just crazy. And then that backs up all the neighborhoods. And then that backs up all the freeways. And that just, it just is, like, it was not built for this shit. We don't have the infrastructure for it. So I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. I think we need to go Thailand style and everybody just needs to ride, start riding fucking like mopeds and motorcycles and shit because I'm fucking down for that like entirely. Um, that's what we need to do, you guys. <laughs> and gas is fucking crazy, dude. I, oh, my. It's ridiculous, dude. But uh, pancake serpent, but uh. <laughs> You guys, I got to cut this one a little short. I apologize for coming in a little bit late here. Um, like I said, shit's been fucking crazy, dude. I had to take my son, drop him off, get him watched, go to work, drive around, come back, yada, yada, yada. And now I'm going to go fucking drive all over the city again. And yeah. <laughs> Fuck, guys. Crazy shit. But um, I hope you guys don't fall off the wagon. If you do, hop back up on that bitch, run and catch up to it uh, so it could be smooth sailing again. You dig? I got to do that shit myself. So I need to go get my laundry. I think it's just about done. Five minutes left before it's all done. Perfect timing. Get my laundry, pick up my kid, drop him off. Go to work. Do the damn thing. Getting to some cool shit later. Get it. And it's gonna be me and you. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. Well, yes, hello there. It's Jordan Peterson, don't you know? I just came to tell you that you really 
quite canonically should tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about the Damn Dude podcast. Because perhaps, quite inquisitively, you might never know what happened to the 16th century Orwellians. Sometimes, what can be seen can't be sought, but can never be understood. Therefore, they said, you pig, you bastard, you shall not. But you shall tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their best friend's cousin about the Jordan, about the damn dude podcast, because this is Jordan Peterson, quite canonically. And ideologically, ideologically, ideally, ideologically, I am Jordan Peterson, so you must subscribe and like. Yes, quite canonically. Have a beautiful day. Much love. Canonically. Purse. I've been at it again. Yes. That was a great podcast episode. Damn, dude. Damn, dude.